Hi, my name is Sophie Martin. I'm a junior at MSU studying computer science, and you're listening to Underground Undergrad. I listened to your podcast a little bit yesterday because I wanted mm. to hear like what other people chime out, and I was like, "That sounds like a tongue twister." Like I'll probably like mess that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I it honestly like usually it only takes people one take though. So, um, what? made you find computer science? How did you stumble upon computer science? So um, I was fortunate enough to, in high school, I went to a STEM school for half the day. So I'd go to my home school in the morning and then go to the STEM school in the afternoon or back and forth, whatever, depending on my year. And um, I got to take an intro to web design class my freshman year, not knowing anything about computer science or coding much at all. Um, And it was an intro to web dev. So we were doing like HTML stuff. So kind of the basic thing you would think what a website's made up of. So if you do like view page source, you can Mm -hmm. see the HTML code. And that's kind of what we did. Made some websites about like we made up a restaurant and just kind of coded that website. And like that first class really got me introduced to coding and like what it's all about. Um, And it got me really excited because I was like, oh, I wrote all these words out and now I have this page full of colors and images and words and it's exactly the way I want it to be. Like, it was just a really cool concept. Um, From there on out, again, like very lucky our STEM school was very equipped, very equipped to handle a computer science curriculum. They had a lot of opportunities um, for whatever you were interested in. So I ended up doing another, I learned another language as a sophomore, intro to Java. Um, That was another basic class that got me really excited about it and then our our school offered AP computer science and all that fun stuff so I was like taking those classes every year for four years you know and once I got to school or Michigan State it was a pretty obvious choice like what else is I gonna do (laughs) like I've been going through all these years of learning how to code and now it just was so normal to me it just seemed like the obvious choice do you think, was it like an easy transition going from your half day program at your high school for coding into like the world of MSU coding? Like, was it, was it a fairly similar setup, like instruction wise? Yeah. So actually like my freshman year, I really didn't take any programming classes. Um, just based on like your first year engineering curriculum, um, you take some pretty basic classes, like your calculus, your um, physics, you know, all those like basic classes, engineering 100, which is a pretty general engineering course. And because I was in AP computer science, I actually got got some credit for some of those intro coding courses. So my first year or my first semester, I didn't code at all. Basically, I did some block programming using an app inventor thing, but I kind of had like a semester off of programming that first Mm. semester. And then when I jumped in, the second semester in my first intro to C++, which is another programming language class. It was the first day really freaked me out. <laughs> and that was just because I had, it was my first college level coding course. I mean, I had been used to being kind of gently being, you know, my hand was being held in high school and mm-hmm. like, languages and different like ways to do it. Um, here, they were just kind of like, all right, get started. Like you're in let, cause the way CS classes are structured, at least most of them, especially like um, the lower level intro classes is you watch all the videos beforehand and you do that on your own time. And then you go into a lab, like a computer lab and you're there for like two hours 
and you code and do coding projects. But I mean, I was a freshman in a class of probably more sophomores. So they were a little older than me. And then they were, they were using technology that I never used, but I might've missed from testing out of the other class. So I, I did feel like I was thrown to the deep end a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. But the advantage of having all that experience in high school really allowed me to pick myself up pretty quickly. Um, because anyone in computer science can tell you, once you get the concepts of coding and like the concepts of that logic, that problem solving stuff, it's very easy to switch from language to language. Um, I've worked with at least four or five different coding languages. And a lot of it's like same concepts. It's just like a different syntax or like different ways it's written. So that whole intro class was based on a lot of stuff I did in high school, just in mm -hmm. a different language I never learned. So that ended up making the transition actually pretty easy overall. And then, so I definitely had an advantage coming in from high school with that coding experience because I'm one of the rare cases. Usually, you know, you meet people in these intro classes who have never programmed before and have just decided that they want to do this portion of engineering. Um, but I had four uppers of four years of some sort of programming under my belt. So I had kind of a different experience going into MSU uh, coding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Like, I'd imagine that most high schoolers don't get that coding experience. So if you're a computer science major first year, like that's when you're starting to code, but you had already, what you knew, like HTML, CSS, Java. Yeah, HTML, CSS, Java. And then there's that one with the video game, right? What was that one for our AP computer science final? Uh, we, I don't remember, was that Java? It was like Java. What was that language? It was, um, JavaScript. I can't remember. I honestly, it's all a blur. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I remember my thing was Stromboli. I made like a Stromboli. Oh my video God. Game. Oh yeah. So you guys probably don't even know. Uh, yeah. School. Yeah. I also went to that school. Yeah. The theater kid. Yeah. The, the um, podcast boy also knows how to code kind of, a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so I, like I said, I already kind of come in knowing not just some languages, but just knowing the basic logic concepts and mm -hmm. problem solving stuff. So yeah, it was definitely an advantage for me coming in. For my next question, MSU, why, why did you decide to come here for computer science? Well, funny story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, all my life, had actually wanted to go to U of M. I know. Ooh, okay. I know. Don't, don't hate me. <laughs> um, it's just how my family was. My dad went there. My grandma got her master's there, huge Michigan family. So I had always planned on going there. Um, their application process was very strenuous and it was very annoying. <laughs> um, and I ended up not getting in there. Um, I applied to the College of Engineering and I had also applied, you know, obviously here to MSU and some other Michigan colleges because I'm from Michigan. So I kind of focused here and I kind of went through most of senior year not knowing where I was going to go, or at least not having like a solid plan. And um, it was really stressful because I, I don't think I heard back from Michigan until like April. And I kind of had to make a quick decision. Mm -hmm. And in the course of waiting to hear back from Michigan, I was getting handwritten letters from the women in engineering at MSU mm -hmm. saying, hey, like we would love like for you to come here. Like here's all the stuff we do you know, we, we have all these resources for freshman students, you know, and I thought that was a, I thought, first of all, I thought that was really cool. Like that I was getting these like 
notes coming straight from girls who are already in the program. Like they're taking the time to um, reach out to me and encourage me to come here. So that was something that I was like, oh, that's really actually really nice. Um, and then I also attended a senior year um, here at Michigan State, they have the ADS scholarship competitions, like alumni distinguished scholarship or something. Mm -hmm. And you come here and take, it's, it's kind of more to introduce you to the campus, but you basically take a test for a scholarship. The that's neither here nor there. I did not get the scholarship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, I was able to come and hear about the engineering program and see the engineering building and see campus because I had never been here before. Um, and I really loved it. Um, I didn't know if I would like how big it is, but it's like my favorite part about it is how big it is now. Um, so yeah, those just things kind of, and then just circumstance based on, you know, how other things worked out. I ended up coming here and um, I've been very happy that I did. Their engineering program is very good. It's very well run. Their CS department is great. I mean, I've had a very good experience in it so far. I feel like I've learned a ton. Um, so like, I definitely like, I'm very happy I made this choice, even if it wasn't the choice I had planned on making for most of my high school career. Um, I'm very glad it ended up being this way. You briefly mentioned that you received letters from other um, upperclassmen women in the department. Can you speak a little bit to all to the um, gender disparity within the computer science degree and in industry? I mean, it's pretty obvious that it's mostly men. Did you find that you couldn't really find a place for yourself as a woman in computer science or did you feel welcomed? What was your experience like? Yeah, so I don't know the exact numbers, but I know that overall in engineering, the CS department, I believe, I hope I'm not wrong, they're the, I think the CS department is the biggest department in engineering college, but it has to be, it's majority men, but I mm -hmm. think women comprise less than like 30% mm -hmm. of the students in the CS degree. I think that number might even be too high. I don't know the exact number. So yeah, I mean, I got, I went in knowing that that was going to be the case. Um, in high school, I feel like it was pretty evenly split. Correct me if I'm wrong from what you remember, but I feel like I didn't really have any bad experiences in high school with like the gender disparity. Like everyone was just doing what they were doing and it was fine. It wasn't really noticeable. No, like, I don't know if we just didn't realize what was going on or we were just kind of in our own little bubble. Like we had been in the same classes for four years together. We probably just got, it didn't matter. Like we never thought about it. Um, and also like the majority of our teachers were women. So yes. we, had, we were learned STEM from women. So yeah, it was, a, that was a very unique thing. That I don't think a lot of people can say, but once I got here, I mean, obviously I knew about the data and I knew mm -hmm. like looking in my first intro to computer science class, I was like, oh shoot, there are like 20 people in here and two of them are girls. Like, you know, mm -hmm. there's only two or three of us here, you know, um, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> it was definitely a weird experience. Um, one place that I found a really great group of people was, um, I'm in a club called Women in Computing, which mm. exactly how it sounds. It's a club for, you know, women in the computer science degree or really anyone um, who's interested in computers, like, because um, we have a like, computer engineering, electrical engineering, all that. And they were a great resource, especially as a freshman, not really knowing where to go, not really knowing what they were doing you got to go, I go to club meetings with them and I met so many amazing girls who like a lot of them older than me just cause I was one of the few freshmen my year that like, consistently went to meetings, but they were all very like inspiring. And I was like, you guys are all so great. Like, I wanna be like you. 
like they had already like flow you know they're these are the girls that are like rising to the top of their classes you know and mm-hmm. not really weren't like dealing with any obstacles like they're not they're not messing around so that was mm-hmm. a really cool place that I've been able to be part of um i I personally, like, I feel like I've been fortunate so far in my college experience where I haven't had any extremely negative um, experiences regarding, like, the gender disparity. Like, I've definitely heard some stories of, you know, girls in groups of all guys and just completely getting ignored or talked over or just being discredited, which, you know, that does happen. Like, it, it does. Um, just part of the majority and how, how things have always been, so to speak. Um, even though that really doesn't mean anything. Um, if you can, if you can keep up, it shouldn't matter. Right. I think I've been fortunate enough not to have to experience it yet, but I know for sure sometime either in my next two years or in my career, something probably will. And that's kind of a scary thought. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask if you were nervous career wise, like, even though like we're seeing so many more women go into STEM fields, especially in computer science it's mostly women from our generation so you're gonna enter that industry it's i'm yeah like i I, i'm i'm nervous for a lot of our you and the other female classmates i had at dcmst if they're gonna get just their intellect just gonna get stomped all over by a bunch of older men that think that they know better yeah, I know. <laughs> seriously. Um, no, but I was also fortunate enough um, my sophomore year to attend this amazing conference and Women in Computing is able to sponsor like 20 girls to go. So I got to go to, for free to Florida for this conference called the Grace Hopper Conference. And I don't know if you've heard of Grace Hopper, but she's like a very important historical figure in the computer science realm. Like she's a badass. So um, I went to this conference and it's for women, you know, in computing. And let me tell you how crazy it is to know about the gender disparity, know how different the numbers are and being in an, a, a hall full of 20,000 women, all in tech from all over the world, you know, all sorts of races, you know, different, like, it's just, it was a crazy experience. Like it was so diverse. I like couldn't handle it. It was so many like different kinds of women with amazing ideas mm-hmm. and you know you hear from all these women and how they did not like a lot of them have these terrible stories of how like early in their careers they were you know ignored or not taken seriously and then you hear them talk about but then I did this and now they're all working for me at this conference folks a lot also on helping women with tech startups like giving them funding and what there's like been research done I don't know exactly where the research is but that women founded like female founded startups in tech make more revenue than like male founded startups like in general like there's been research done on it so like if you give women the opportunity to do it like we we know what we're doing yeah just it's people just underestimate our capabilities it's like well we know we know what we're doing so you don't have to worry about it (laughs) um so that kind of helped a lot with my understanding of like in my bubble at school, yeah, it seems like I'm surrounded by guys, but in the world, there's a ton of women out here all trying to make it work. And we're all, we're all out here trying yeah. to get jobs and like make a difference, you know? And I bet you're all advocating for one another too. Like there's probably more than enough women that it, when you enter the workforce, it'll be older than you, that'll have experienced that misogyny in the workplace. That'll probably have your back. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and you know it's also great too to see like men who advocate for it like you know things I've done here like I've I've taught for an organization called girls who code so we bring in like high school middle school age girls and we teach them basics of coding and we have a lot of male mentors you know it's just important it's just as important to to have male allies because we're not going to get anywhere like if the gender disparity is real we're not going to get anywhere which is us we need other people supporting us as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah to what you were saying like I over my internship over the summer my mentor like in my team was a woman and she was like amazing like she was a great resource and I could tell she's been through it and she like knows you know what to say but at the same time I was very fortunate for two amazing male bosses like they were incredibly supportive never doubted me like never underestimated like I feel like that's a rare experience I was very lucky Mm -hmm. that I got put together with a very supportive team of both men and women and that's important you need you need support from both sides or else like it's gonna get done we're not gonna go anywhere no so um you're still a junior so we're you're not that i mean you're halfway done but i mean now it's just when the real stuff is starting up but after graduation what would you want to see yourself doing like what aspect of coding do you want to explore yeah so um my plan currently is when I graduate, I want to go like straight into industry. I know some people try to like do grad school right out of undergrad. Um, I'm definitely more interested in trying to actually get into the workforce and start coding and developing for a company. Um, I've always been more interested in the like the creative aspects of computer science. So like user experience design and kind of like I have a minor in graphic design. I'm getting a minor in that. So I like the artsy part of it and like because I think as, as important it is for a website or an app to be functional, I think this is equally important for how it looks and how a user can navigate through it. So I definitely want to be able to, in whatever career I end up pursuing, have like a mix of the technical and the creative because, I mean, you really can't be a programmer unless you're creative. Like you got to come up with creative solutions either in, in whatever realm you work in. Um, I have currently been interested in more in like the application development realm or like website development, but I also dipped my toe into some data science this past summer, which is also an incredibly like important field. That's an interesting thing to be part of. So I don't know. It just, I think I would end up wanting to do some sort of rotational program where, Mm. so a rotational program is pretty common in like the engineering world where you sign on to a job for like two or three years and you basically like every six months to a year, you change teams. And it's usually like one rotation will be cybersecurity, one rotation will be app development. And like, it kind of gives you a good sense of, okay, what do I like? What do I not like? So as of right now, I kind of want to go into app development or software development, but Mm -hmm. that could change depending on, I mean, that's what internships are for and jobs, beginning jobs are for just kind of depends on what I'm feeling at the time yeah and then I eventually maybe want to go to grad school but again that's gonna have to wait until I know exactly what I want to go there for I want to only go there for something I'm actually passionate about true um I don't know a lot about grad school for STEM would you get a specific master's degree within computer science or would you get it in like a different niche category that you're interested in so I have not looked that much into it uh, personally, but I think you can get a master's in just like, or 
in computer science, or you can go more into the niche of like cybersecurity, um, machine learning, artificial intelligence, because you can't get those kind of majors here. Like as an undergrad, you can just get computer science. But I think if you want to end up like in grad school and learning about artificial intelligence, machine learning, all that fun, you know, kind of buzzword topics, then you can then do your research and all of your grad studies on that. Um, I'm no expert. I've definitely not really looked into it that much um just because it hasn't been i'm trying to get through my undergrad first <laughs> right 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 well yeah i think that pretty much sums up all the questions i have for you so thanks for sitting down with me um before i let you go is there any projects or organizations that you're involved with that you'd like to plug maybe a social media account yeah i gotta look it up hold on <laughs> i gotta make sure i have the right username so yeah, um, I do want to plug Women in Computing for anyone listening. If you're interested in anything computing related, we are doing um, virtual meetings every Tuesday from six to seven. Um, our Instagram is at WICMSU, so W-I-C-M-S-U. And we're also on Facebook and you can Google us and we have a website. Um, we have like companies come and talk to us. Like um, we just had Ford in a couple weeks ago. Um, we had MSU FCU just talking to us about what they're doing in tech and, you know, especially it's really important to hear about them, especially in a world where everyone's working from home and things are really different. So, mm-hmm. you know, hearing from them is really cool. And then we also have like things like lean in circles, which are ways for us to have like professional personal development and a lot of other cool stuff. So if you're interested, definitely follow us and you can join our email list and no payment required. You kind of show up. Mm-hmm here you're in so it's pretty simple perfect all right well thank you for being on i really appreciate it yeah thank you for having me underground undergrad is an original podcast through the state news written and produced by me case deconing are you a current msu undergrad with an unusual degree follow the link in the description to potentially be featured on this podcast 